0: Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast, and today we're going to do the Port Adelaide 2020 season preview. So, before we get into 2020, we'll have a look back at uh, 2019 and what it meant for the Port Magpies. Uh, so they finished, or Port Power even, um, yeah. But we'll get onto the Magpies in a little bit. Um, they finished tenth on eleven wins. Um, how did you see that as a pass fail um, for them?
1: That was a big pass, in mind. Uh, yeah. I thought they'd. Had- no chance of playing finals. Um, lots of holes in their side. I feel like that's a pretty good effort for them to get get that many wins on the board. I think as soon as Ollie Wines went skin... Um, yeah, pre-season?
2: Yeah, their season was fucked. Because uh, a player that goes down with an injury in the pre-season is bad. When he goes down uh, doing something he fucking shouldn't be... That's w- much worse.
0: Well, uh, there's a lot to that, isn't there? Because at the end of the day, the players are human and they're allowed to you know, yeah. have a life outside of footy and, and do what they want to do. But um, you also have a responsibility to your job to yeah. lock up to
1: work. And I mean, the rest of the team, mate, you've got a responsibility to keep away from Jack Watts. <laughs> <laughs> I think players should be able to do a lot of stuff.
2: Like, if they if pre- they want to go for a beer, you know, they want to head up to Wet n Wild, uh, Swimming in Tits or whatever. <laughs> That's... That's their job, that, to enjoy themselves in off-season, because they can't do it during the season. Yeah, uh, But going water skiing is another level, um, particularly when it's such a heavy pull on your upper body, Yeah, and he's had upper body issues before. So, look, I can see how he'd want to do it, yeah. and look, he's got a decent rig, get it out when you can, but... Uh, it's the risk and this is the risk you take
0: because I I do think that you know players let, let them do whatever they want to do but at the same time like this is your job and you know if I did something on the weekend that meant I couldn't work on Monday yeah. my job would be pissed off too
1: yeah. know, that's why I can't get drunk on Monday nights cause <laughs> I've got drinking to do on Tuesday morning
0: <laughs> um, alright so let's go through what were the highs um, for Port in 2019
1: I think
2: it was their ability to hit the scoreboard despite the fact a lot of their uh, big money forwards sucked
0: well, Charlie Dixon did spend, I think, the first ten games um, out, and I don't, I don't know how many games he came back for, but um, he certainly, you know, was the the focal point of their forward line for the last couple of years. And when he's not playing um, because of a, a persistent ankle injury, I think, mm. um, does leave a little bit of a hole.
2: Well, Dixon uh, Westhoff's up there a fair bit too, and he was pretty ordinary. He's, he's their
0: swingman, yeah. Mm.
2: Uh, Robbie Gray didn't have uh, a good season by his standards. The, the,
0: these are pretty good highs. For, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, their highs is yeah.
2: that uh, they were able to get good scores on the yeah. board uh, despite not having those players in form. Yeah. Did uh, they? A lot of that come from Sam Gray. Uh, he was a bit of an X factor up there for a fair bit.
1: Did they have many off-field discrepancies? This year? I mean, obviously injuries, is what we're talking about. But there's no real incidents. I mean, they got they got some, you know, some people that have been known to to have some. Yeah.
0: Some extra well, I mean, curricular. I shit. think it might have been right at the start of off-season last year where we had the swimming and tits uh, yeah. that Josh referred to. But um, I, it only endeared people to Jack Watts. It, it, yeah. Even if it was the year before. Them, well, it did you know, give him some did.
2: personality, which he has yeah. not shown anything of yeah. prior.
0: Um, and, you know, uh, when he was playing at the start of the year before he did his knee, he looked all right. He looked full. Yeah. 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 So
2: yeah. I think that incident made Jack Watts more marketable. Because if you were... Um, Hmm. Uh, Kapersky or Norton Antivirus yeah. he should be your spokesman on cyber security yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> log out motherfuckers uh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> especially if you're chatting to someone else and the <laughs> missus is on your computer
0: Um, I one of the highs was round five against West Coast beating them uh, over in uh, in Perth not by a small um, amount either um, no and it wasn't uh, it wasn't West Coast playing badly either it mm. was Port doing what they wanted to do and uh, after the game you know Ken Hinckley said it's the best game he's ever seen yeah, or uh, them play, um, which is probably a little bit of hyperbole, mm. um, or, or hyperbole, but uh, it, uh, it it was a, a really strong win against the side that was probably favourite for the flag and, and defending champions at the time as well. Um, I put their young brigade: uh, Connor, Rosie, uh, Dersma and uh, uh, Butters. Mm. Um, yeah, really showing some promise.
2: Oh, they're that- Three with very big star potential. I mean, yep. Rosie was just unlucky. He's in the same draft year as um, old mate Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. yeah. But uh, any other season, he, he'd be the Norwich Rising Star. Or, you know, whatever it fucking is now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it
0: hasn't been called Norwich for 15 years, but I still call it Norwich sometimes <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah awesome I mean,
2: the ANSEC Cup will be good this year too, I think. But, um, <laughs> no, I think Rosie is just superstar written all over it. Yeah, and he's got talent. He seems like the sort of bloke that can handle that pressure though. Like, he's not one of the... Um, the young fragile lads he's not yeah. afraid to mix it up which you know I always like I like uh, a young lad that's not afraid to put his body on the line
0: what do you make of uh, Dersma's uh, firing the arrow oh, uh, celebration I don't give a fuck fine. Yeah. go for it yeah, yeah I want to see more of this shit what I like is that he is stuck with it yeah like, like, he he must have known like some people are going to think I'm a flog but he he've going you know what I'm doing it every go don't
1: care so, if they
0: rock up to boo you you're Done your job. Exactly. Exactly right. And we're talking about this on the weekend, actually. We're watching some of the UFC fights where um, we know that some fighters will go out and get booed because Mm. they know it means more people are going to watch. Um, uh, McGregor does a lot of it, obviously, and a lot of the trash talk. Football players are not allowed to. No. Um, I feel like it's time for a change. I think it's time for a change.
2: I think... There's plenty of players who are the bad guy to every other team. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but never in the media. They, they won't hype up a game.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. I feel like the... Well, Toby Green copped a fair bit of it. See, I think the legit old school media has a much smaller reach on football fans as a whole now yeah. with the, both the podcasts and all sorts of blogs and online content that you can get and create for free, basically. Yep. Um, I feel like there's a massive shift, not only in football. Obviously, football football's a bit behind the rest of the media that's already well ahead of transitioning from, you know, watching the news to reading Reddit or listening to a yeah. podcast or, you know, instead of a debate you watch Rogan. Um so I feel like there is a massive market for that. It's just not the traditional uh for the, for the heel, oligarchs yeah. of the media yeah, that the we, we look to. Yeah. i like well, Kane Corns has got that cornered. But he's not he's not a player. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want someone who's playing and trust me, Kane Corns will think that dude's an absolute wanker. And I'm like, that's the benchmark of the yardstick for knowing what you're doing <laughs> right. Um, oh, I'm trying to think
2: There's a few of them Going around Who don't give a fuck a day They're the bad guy I mean obviously Toby Green's one of them Yeah but that's all
1: Off field I want good guys Pretending to be bad guys And getting real stuck in
2: Yeah <laughs> I mean, um, Like Harley Bennell. Not, you got to play, not, though. Not stuck
0: into the yeah, gear. you got to play. <laughs> but I remember way back when, um, Andrew Jarman um, had a column in the paper while he was playing, and he said, we'll muzzle the dogs, and they got flogged. Mm. And I think the ever, ever since, nobody has said anything bad about the opposition pre-match. Uh, well, yeah, I,
2: yeah. I think um, Akemanis... Kind of do that a couple of times as well.
0: He said about his own team though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't want, I don't want to so much be about teams. I want to see some one on one personal yeah. personal stuff going on.
0: No, I beat him every time I play him. You know, he's exactly. nothing to worry about. Oh, he should I'm be worried, worried about.
1: about me. He's my bunny kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Go Get for stuck it. in, really put the pressure on. But I mean, that's
2: you've got to say. go pretty far.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the other high.
2: Well, although Sam Mitchell did the injection thing. That was during the game. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah. he didn't back down from it afterwards. I think he was kind
1: of like, oh, yeah, sorry if they were offended.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the banter's got to come, do it in the papers. Do it on, you know, I was going to say the footy show, but, you know. <laughs>
1: got to apologize to absolutely nobody.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and say that. Come out, yeah. I am apologizing to absolutely yeah. nobody. I think they suck. I'm going to kick their ass. Yeah. Um on the highs too, uh, Travis Boak had probably his greatest season. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. percent. Yeah, handed over the captaincy at the start of the year, and nobody thought he was uh, the wrong captain for the side. Mm. Um, but decided, you know, let's step back, you know, your family, let's concentrate on footy, and goddamn, it worked. He had an absolutely brilliant year. Yeah. Yep. Um, so where are the lows? For oh, I was quite one more high. Oh, you're um, one more. Dan Houston. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I
2: could not have recognised him round one. And by the end of it, I had every port supporter I knew porting him out to me every chance they got, <laughs> mm, yeah. uh, and they got a fair few fucking chances.
0: Um, oh, and since we're doing the highs that we forgot, uh, ten goals in a showdown—that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a I, nice day.
2: I should also say uh, the St Kilda game—they were extremely accurate. Um, they kicked twenty-two goals, uh, nine, I think it was, Jesus. and uh, twenty-two seven. So even better. Accuracy is good footy, yeah. as uh, we've said many, many a time. And Put it on after the ball. Yeah, and yep. they they weren't very accurate of the season, but that particular match they were just stunningly brilliant.
1: Yeah, well, turning that into the lows, obviously accuracy cost them against GWS a game they should have won. Yeah, uh, went down by a point, uh, kicked seven goals thirteen to GWS eight eight.
0: Which obviously means you've got more of the ball and yeah. uh, blasted away a little, little bit and haven't used it right. Um, there is one big obvious low, and I think uh, it was uh, a highlight of the year for you, Josh. Uh,
2: they uh, they came in to the round twenty two match. Coming off back to back 100 point uh, scores, 126 103, and uh, got absolutely fucking hammered by North.
0: They look like witches' hats out there. Yeah,
2: yeah. and um, I was at that game and I fucking loved it. Um, <laughs> mm. I was sitting amongst Port supporters because uh, a good mate of mine has got Port season tickets. Yeah. And I, I was trying to play it cool. Um but in the end, I got sent to the back benches. <laughs> like, no, you better fucking leave. <laughs> and
1: that was at a point where ladder-wise, they were edging towards North, right? But they couldn't a, finish.
0: Well, they had a chance. They still had a mathematical chance to finish in finals. But um, a, a better than fifty percent chance, I think, it was at that stage.
2: Yeah. If they had a good win, yeah. And I think North was about a twenty percent chance. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, it, it's funny, you know, if you're a key backman, you think I keep there 40. He's only had eleven touches for the day. I've done all right. But Benny Brown kicked 10 goals one yeah. from his 11 touches. <laughs> he, he did well stopping him from getting the ball. The problem was it turned to gold every time he touched it.
2: Yeah, and the, the other sucky part is uh, that Lucky got five goals and got forgotten about. But, um,
0: <laughs> and and I think I've said this multiple times where we did the round. Ben Brown kicked 10, wasn't best on ground. He might have got yeah, three no. Brownlow votes, but he was not best on ground. Yeah, um, Which shows just how dominant um, North Melbourne were able to be. Yeah, so that'd be the low for
2: them because... North and Port are around the same stage. Yeah. Um, and they played a very similar style too. Very focused on a, a tall forward. Uh, very dependent on old legs in the middle. Yeah, And uh, their, their back line can be hit or miss.
1: I think they've both got like a lot of players. When they get the ball, you're like, oh shit. Where's <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, no. this
0: one going? Yeah. <laughs> pal, pepper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so let's have a look at their list changes. Over I was, the,
2: I say, the other thing about that game is that uh, Pittard and Polek were were actually pretty decent, and there's nothing you hate more than a player who leaves your club and gets better. Now, and Pittard was, did.
0: Was this the first year of Polak and Pittard, or was it second year, at first North, year? First year. First year. So, if I remember right then, Pittard had an absolute shocker when they played against Port earlier on in the year, yeah. and made up for it a little bit in this game, if I remember. Yeah, he was more than handy. Um, in the return leg. Because
2: uh, Port won the uh, the first one yeah. at home.
0: Because uh, if I remember it quick- correctly, um, Hickens got injured in that game too. Um, but um, uh, Pittard had more turnovers than possessions, it felt like.
2: Yeah, and uh, I was an over for that one too. And yeah. he got booed. <laughs> Relentless. Yeah, wow. Which is fucking weird for a player that left uh, because everyone hated him in the supporters unit. <laughs> <you know. laughs> mm, like, yeah. He was their blame buddy. And then they still hated him on the opposition. I'm like, <laughs> look, you got something for someone you hated. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, shouldn't you celebrate this? But um, he had a shitty game then, and they gave oh, it to they him. They enjoyed it, as you of do. And yeah. look, I, as I, I get it. Uh, but he kind of got the return back. And look, you know, I guess next season will determine whether who gets the last laugh there.
0: <laughs> Long way to go in that, in that one. Um, so look at their list changes in the off-season for Port. Um, no big ins uh, really. Um, but I, I do think that they have loaded up on draft picks a little bit because there are a few father and sons coming through in next year's draft yeah. that I'm yep. sure that they're very interested in. Um, on the outs, though, uh, Billy Frampton, who becomes only the second or third player, I think, that's gone from one Adelaide club to the other. So he's gone across mm-hmm. the
2: road. Yeah, and look, they're not missing him.
0: He's... No, I think... I think no, they, they catch up with every long, week, always. but, <laughs> but in the same city still. Yeah, he's a handy player. Um, Dougal Howard, though. Uh, is uh, moved on um, I don't like that move from Port Adelaide at all
2: no that was that was weird um, especially because players of his quality that play back or that can play back
0: yeah. are pretty rare he's a good player I, I, th- yeah. I thought he was very solid you know his his worst game was um, not that far from his best you know he was very consistent and, uh, I thought you could build a, a back line around him I mean he might not be all Australian but he's reliable To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.
2: A weird uh, hat to wear because it's so hard to rate a backman because they can have the best game of their life and you don't see them because yeah. they shut their player down. Mm. Yeah. Um, whereas they can have you know a brilliant game in a shit three minutes, they get four goals kicked yeah. on them and all of a sudden you like, that a shit game. Yeah, they're um, up. Yeah, but having said that, I, from what I remember, they were trying to play him out of position a lot because they had to because they were losing players left, yeah. right, and centre of injury, uh, and he just got the shit with it. He's like, "No, I want to play uh, backline permanently," and they're like, "Oh, we can't guarantee that," and so Saint Kilda said, "Look, we'll do whatever you like," yeah. Yeah. and uh, he's gone, "Sweet," and you're throwing some cash. Yep, we will.
0: All right, that works. And uh, over to Saint Kilda as Ryder as well. I think that's a bit of a win-win for player and club there because uh, Rider, uh, injuries haven't been kind to him the last couple of years. And I yeah. think he's 30, 31.
2: I just don't get what St. Kilda did that for when they've got a uh, decent ruck stock. But anyway, they've um, they've well, done it and Port Adelaide are probably the beneficiaries of that.
0: They got rid of some rucks, St. Kilda. They got one good young ruckman but um, you kind of want two and you don't mind the older bloke sort of playing 30% ruck and, yeah. you know, 70% coach. Um, yeah, type to be stuff. fair,
2: Ryder's best is pretty fucking good but his worst, really he, yeah. his worst is really bad. His
0: worst is Injuries, like yeah, you, you can uh, you know sit on the bench for three three quarters sometimes.
1: Uh, I think Port their rock stocks are looking you know serviceable. Yeah, it yeah. looks like they got a plan. You got Lissette obviously, who's twenty late twenties, yeah. whatever is Premiership ruckman, obviously as yeah. well. Um, and, um, and, and I, and I love Marshall. the way he goes about. Yeah, it. yeah. you got Sam May as well. I think he played a couple of games last year, if my research serves me right. And um, Sam Hayes, who big dude, twenty years old, still got. Plenty of years before he starts getting a kick, but you've got that progression where you can see what's going to happen.
0: You've got the uh, Daniel Gorringe. You know, he's over two hundred centimetres, so he's, yeah. he's got a couple of years yet. Uh, Broad Brent uh, retired, um, and not to be rude, but I thought he retired the year before. Yeah. Um, but he played a great game in, in his last game, and uh, one of those uh, absolute club men that um, would be appreciated by Port Adelaide more than any other um, yeah. t- team supporters yeah going around and Jack Trengrove as well Yeah, who I don't think got up he might have got up for one or two games this year but uh, injuries obviously robbed him of his best foot
2: actually one question I think it's worth asking can we uh, do you think the jury's still out or can we say who won the Wingard Burton
0: trade I think after one year we, we might give it a, a little bit more yeah yeah. let's, let's see how it plays out well, both... who do you
2: say is ahead at the moment because Wingo had some good games
0: but he went missing for a lot too
2: well,
0: he didn't play a lot I've got to say yeah. check who played more games because mm. Ryan Burton I think played six games for the year um, I'll look that up yeah. so I'll get Jamie onto it Yeah, sure. pull, pull that one up Jamie um, but yeah I do think it's a bit early to say who won that one but um, what really uh, Port Adelaide got out of it was I believe Connor Rosie. yeah might have been the pick they uh, the, the extra pick they got right Um, that uh, w- with the trade that they used so um, I can tell you Chad Wingard I think played 14 um, games of the year so Ryan Burton you pick it up so uh, it, it's years to come um,
2: yeah Burton played 16 there you go um yeah, Wingard played 14. Yeah, he are not um, gonna play that much. No, yeah. yeah, averaging, uh, let's
1: have a look. Yeah. He's got a, got a little bit of the ball.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at Wingard too, his last three rounds, I think he was best on ground for, you know, two... Or yeah. yeah. Plus, I think I watched Port play once this year, or last year. Yeah. Um, Burton did or his like hamstring early on. Um, th- there's lots to come. Lots to come in that one. It's uh, too far away to say. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and the other out, like you just mentioned, was Jack Trengrove. Um So looking at 2020, their draw um, coming in, their double-ups for the year are Adelaide, Gold Coast, Hawthorne, the Bulldogs, and West Coast. Well, Adelaide, Gold Coast, they'll be very happy with. Um, I think that West Coast and the Bulldogs might be too much for them, and Hawthorne is probably around the mark for them
2: there's always a benchmark team and to me the double up with Hawthorne puts them as it yeah I'd say Essendon are the other uh, around the mark and probably north as well
0: yeah it's sort of around that middle mark last mm. year and this year yeah whereas if you can
2: beat them uh, you're in for a very good season probably get about 12-13 wins maybe play finals if you lose to them you're looking at about six wins for the season yep. and you're under pressure because um, Hinkley was uh, under a lot of pressure and that got to him
0: um, all right, well, we will get to that in very shortly, I believe. Uh, who's in for a big year for Port Adelaide this year?
2: I, I really want to say Robbie Gray, because um, he's a quality talent. Didn't show
0: as much last season, but I think he's too good to be kept down for too long. Yeah, and I'm going to apologize here. I, I have missed something very big in, in their outs with Sam Gray. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah. should have mentioned that. Uh, my fault, I, I missed that one off. Um there is no rhyme or reason to letting Sam Gray go. He was far too good.
2: Um, yeah, he was. He was a, a quality small forward and yeah. pinch hit around the middle as well. Like very busy player. Yeah, um,
0: um, it, trouble uh, for anybody to match up against. Um, I. Don't know why um, they traded him out. but um, Might yeah. have
2: been a monetary thing. Maybe they're trying
0: to clean up some money Don't for know.
2: a big fish next year.
0: Or maybe, you know, they're looking at you know, Rosie and Butters and thinking, oh, they're younger versions of him. Maybe, yeah. but he's still at value yeah. as far as I can see. Well, anyway.
2: If they are, they better put them on 10-year contracts pretty much straight away. Yeah.
0: So who's in for a big year and for Port now that i dropped the gun? Up there. Well, not uh, Sam Gray. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie Gray. Gray. Yeah. He's,
2: the, he's the one that I think he's too good to be too bad for too long. Yep. Yeah.
1: I've got young Xavier Dersmer. I thought he's one that's had lots of talent. Um, He obviously killed it as a youngster coming through the ranks. Um, He's played 20 games as a 19-year-old, kicked 11 goals as a midfielder. And I think there's plenty of room for him to grow in that midfield now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you drop him forward as well, because obviously he's still a bit young and undersized to play a consistent role in midfield. But I think he can be a really annoying player that pops yeah. up and makes it hard for, for the other side to cover.
0: I'm surprised it was only 11 goals, because it felt like more. And maybe yeah. that's because he does the arrow every bloody time. Yeah. Um, that it, uh, you notice it whenever he does. Yeah. Um, I also put Todd Marshall in. Uh, they're very happy with how he's come along. Um, and do a, a bit of work for them mm. um, in, in the rucks. Uh, Darcy Byrne-Jones as well. Yep. I think he's going to surprise a few people and be talked about in when it comes to All-Australian this year. Yeah, I think yeah. He's got a lot to give.
1: I think um, one of the one MJ. of the ones to watch is um, Wiley Buzzer coming across from Geelong. When he did play, I thought he was all right. was making an annoyance of himself. I thought he was like almost a defensive
0: uh, wingman, if that makes sense. Uh, he's a goomba. I mean he needs to play in the Ruck because he hasn't got the skill to play anywhere else. Yeah, yep. Uh, there's a reason, you know, Geelong was screaming for a Ruckman for half the year and he was still playing in the VFL. Yeah. I think that says enough about him. Um Now, I did my research uh, a week or so ago and under having a big year, I had Oli Wines. Ew. And we find out he's injured again. Yep. Um, so he might be actually on the outer now. I mm. think It could be his last year at Port. Uh, they might get a little bit sick of him and he's still, you know, he's in the prime of his football life, they might think we can get value for him now and he'll go somewhere else and be an absolute superstar. Mm. Um,
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, um, the other thing I would say too, the only two players to play 22 games in the whole Port LA side was Darcy Byrne-Jones and Connor Rosey. There you are. Um, if they're that reliable... Jeez, the future's bright for him. It's all right. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. scary part is that
0: it means every other player has either been injured, suspended, or dropped through form. <laughs> and a lot of them were dropped too. So who's on the outer um, at Port Adelaide this year?
2: Oh, uh believe Fred was obviously gone. Jack Watts, Joe Garner. Those guys were you know, on the outer. I think they've, got a lot. they've got a lot
1: of players that are on the outer at other clubs. <laughs> um,
0: that's what? what's scary. Charlie so, Dixon has to be. Jack Watts, I think, is the one who isn't because he'll be coming back um, from injury. Um, and he looked good before he did his knee last year. Uh, Dixon again—it's going to be all down to injury, and I think he's not, yeah. uh, as we speak, in whatever this is in uh, mid-February, I don't think he's doing full training yet. Dixon, yeah. I've got a feeling. Um, I mean, I put West off in because he's thirty-three, but they love what he brings to the side. But yeah, like I said, those youngsters are so exciting. And at thirty-three, uh, how how much long are you going to be around for? Mm. Um,
1: so
2: how do you feel about Stephen Motlock?
1: <laughs> I'm surprised he's still running around. To be honest, yeah, but I, I think you got to put pressure on
0: him. He he, he can turn it on. Um, yeah, you know, there's been those few times since he's been there where uh, they needed a goal in the last 30 seconds, and he's broken through lines and, and kicked it. But
2: yeah, but he's he's kicked seven five from 14 games. I'm, I'm, that is a shit house return. I'm
0: yeah. not a big fan of him when he left um, Geelong. Geelong anyway, um, and I don't think he's proven to be any better at, at port.
2: He doesn't seem to have the the mental callousness you need sometimes to be an AFL football player. He but, seems to... And look, this is just commenting from the outside. Yeah. He seems to get... Um, the occasion gets to him sometimes. Yeah. When he's
0: on, he's on. When he's not,
2: he's just disinterested.
0: I'd say more that that. Like his best and worst are very far apart. Um, and at times, it can be a liability. Especially his field kicking. Um, might have been one game this year I was watching uh, Port Adelaide play. Must have been a Friday night game um, with uh, the old man. And we were... We counted, I think, eight or nine turnovers in a row from Jeez. from Motlop. We're going, like, he shouldn't touch the ball. Right? But the thing
2: is, he's not short on talent. And that's... Of course. That's the worst part about him is that other players who aren't as good will have worse games without the exposure. Yeah. But he is just a player that his best is so good that it kills you if you're a Port supporter
0: to see him yeah. be mediocre. Yeah. Um, Okay, and the last one, how much pressure... Oh, sorry. No, one more on the other is Trent McKenzie. He came over from uh, Gold Coast. Yeah, um, He's played two games in two years, so yeah. you're going to get sick I mean, of that yeah. very quickly. Cam Sutcliffe is one, the same, same sort of boat. One I do think who's going
2: to cause some tough questions is Brad Ebert, because he is a quality player yeah. and a heart and soul player. Yeah, absolutely. But he's on the downward spiral. Uh, only got out there for 11 games this year. Uh, 11 games, I think? Yeah, 11 yeah. games this year. He-
0: head knocks are his issue too. Yeah,
2: and it's one of those ones where... Lad, if you're getting concussions regularly,
1: yeah,
2: give it away. He's
1: got, he's got one more in him. You know, maybe be nice to people. Stop knocking <laughs> him out.
2: But he's also one of those players that could have a, a future in coaching because he seems like a very, very switched-on player.
1: Nobody keeps getting. We've well, been talking about he's getting fucked
0: up in the head. <laughs> <You don't laughs> coach, it sounds like media. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be on Channel Seven commentary by next year, um, on the outer and uh, the the big one. I think. How much pressure is Hinkley under? It should be, all, it should all be pressure. Pressure. Yeah,
2: Look, um, their first few games are going to tell whether he gets a gig because they've got... Uh, if they, The Sun's in round one. Yeah, If they lose that, uh, he's it, in trouble. They've got Adelaide round two. They lose that, he's under a fuck ton of trouble. And North round three. If they lose that, he's fucking gone. Yeah, well, They will not announced until about round ten, but he is fucked. If well, he, if they lose the first
0: three rounds. It doesn't help that they've got a, a president who's very active in the media, obviously. Um, yeah. but if they are 0-4 and... 4 and- I don't think they will be because Gold Coast round one. But if they lose that one, jeez, it's going to be hard.
2: Well, the problem they have is it's a Metricon and it could be fucking blowing a gale up there. It could be raining. It could be anything. It could it be, be 41. Yeah. Yeah. You never fucking know. Uh, the uh, Out of those first three games, they only play one at Adelaide Oval and that's against Adelaide. So yeah. that's no advantage there, really.
0: Mm. Uh, they got uh, North in Tassie or uh, Marvel. Marvel. Well, that's lucky for them then. Um, yeah, although that's where North. Thrashed them last year, so (laughs) they they might want the return leg. You never know. You never know, exactly. Um, So, uh, 2019, they were 10th with 11 wins. Where do you see them finishing this year? Well, I've got them
1: um, taking a bit of a slide down the Snakes and Ladders board at 14. I feel
0: like their list just doesn't deserve much higher, to be honest. I've got them even lower than that. I've got them at 15, um, only because I believe that they're going to bottom out a little bit. They have great youngsters, but they're young. Um, and that means you, you don't know what's going to come in from week to week. Mm. Um, but also, I think there's just so much pressure on the coach that they're going to make some desperate moves. Yep. Um, and if it backfires on them, then that's what all the talk comes mm. yeah.
2: yeah, I've got them finishing uh, first again, same as last. Year. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, it's 11. Sorry. 11. 11. <laughs> Yeah, it's more like just it. Just
0: because you're dirty on
1: them for. Have <laughs> I mean, you, you not won a true. season of our, our ladder tipping? Yeah, yet, did. Josh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I'm not seeing it on the scoreboard there.
2: Yeah, that scoreboard's fucking changed. Yeah. It's your scoreboard. No, we, <laughs> <laughs> we won one each in the first three years. Remember that? I, 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 no, I no, thought no. we did too. The yeah, scoreboard too. doesn't lie. No, yeah. someone fucked it up. <laughs> uh, I'm blaming Heath. But I've got an eleventh. They're good and their worst is just so far apart, and I do feel like they're to win this season. They get games into Rosie, Butters, Dersma, uh, DBJ. That's a win. If they can get 20 plus games to those guys, they would be fucking ecstatic.
0: It, it's a great list. It's just two years off the pace. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I think there's still a little bit more clean out they need to do, but they won't do it too quickly because uh, the they'll looks,
1: make one. no one else to come in. That's why. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: they'll, they'll make one clean out. In the um, coach's box Yeah um, And also Because we've already done Adelaide And we all picked Adelaide To finish no better than 13th That'll be I think the third year in a row With no mm. finals footy In South Australia Which means Even more media pressure um, And There's a brand new coach Across the road Yeah So They're going to focus on this uh, one I think the pressure Always falls on
2: Adelaide Greater in the media though Just because um,
1: uh, more Michelangelo muckers,
2: Richie Knows more yes, Adelaide he players <laughs> He's got
0: more ins there Alright That'll do us Yeah Good luck base. Peace